Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! All right, the lottery's in the books. The Bulls did not land in the top four, which means they not only don't have a first-round draft pick, they don't have a single draft pick, but there might be some options there. There might be ways to get creative and maneuver, and they need to get in the draft, and I'm putting them in desperation mode. I'll tell you why on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench Bob member and Tennessee Vol C.J. Watson. C.J., I'm hearing about these generational talents atop the draft. I was really hoping... The Bulls would jump up there and keep that pick and get one. Now you got to get creative, and it's going to be an interesting month, I feel like. Yeah, Bulls got to get creative, like you said, and uh, find a way to get that uh, that buzz back in the city of Chicago uh, for the Bulls. And, uh, you know, hopefully they can do that through free agency or some kind of trades uh, or move up in the draft, like you said. I was really hoping the lottery luck would continue. You know, Connor Bedari with the Blackhawks. Mm. The Bears got the one, the number one pick. That wasn't a lottery, but they just were bad enough to get the number one pick. Bulls weren't bad enough, I guess. They finished with the 11th pick, which goes to Orlando, even though the, they duped us on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you how they got they got me good on that with that with the way they flipped the card and what could be next. But first, a message from our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. BetOnline is your sports intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. From basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, golf, to UFC and boxing, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. What are you waiting for? Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, available exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there. I'm telling you, the guys do a really good job promoting all the shows on the network with the official shirt of our program. Jordan Pippen, 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter and Instagram bios. want to welcome everybody watching on YouTube, or if you're listening to us on TuneIn, Cumulus Media, or if you're watching us on Believe TV, wherever you're taking us, and we are glad that you're with us as we're talking about how the Bulls lost the lottery. You know, a lot of teams lost the lottery. The sweepstakes for Victor Wembanyama, who's going to San Antonio, which that's just not fair at all. More on that in a bit. Bulls finished with the 11th pick. They got me good because they flipped the Magic logo, and I thought mm-hmm. the Magic fell down to 11th. No, it was the pick the Bulls are sending to Orlando, so I had my hopes up for nothing. Bulls don't have a single draft pick. I said atop the show, I think the Bulls are in desperation mode now to get atop the draft or get into the draft, period. Am I overreacting or are they at that point where they just need to make a deal? Yeah, I think they need to make a deal and they got to somehow figure out, you know, through trades or something uh, to get in that draft to find some young generational talent, you know, like a Victor. Uh, but like, uh, like I said, if they can't You're do not that. You're going to find another Victor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the can't problem. Do that. <laughs> can't do that. But if you can try to find another good player that you can try to kind of build around and maybe be a, a future franchise player, I think that's a good look for the Bulls. Like we talked 
during March Madness, there were guys that I wanted to watch, you guys you wanted to watch that there are really good players in this draft. Like Victor's going to get the hype and rightfully so. Yeah. Scoot Henderson can change a franchise. Brandon Miller can change a franchise. I think Amen Thompson's really good as well. You got other guys in the middle of the draft. I think Jet Howard would be a really good jolt for a team that desperately needs shooting. Jet Howard would be one. He wouldn't be the whole solution, but he'd be a great step toward it. So that'd be middle of the pack even. So yeah. you don't have to get in the top four, but there's up. There might be an opportunity though. Chris Haynes at Bleach Report, and I sent this to you after I saw it because I wanted to make sure that like I wasn't crazy thinking about this. <laughs> like I saw an aggregator get it, and I'm like, no, let's find the actual report to right. make sure that's what it said. <laughs> No, this is actually from Chris Haynes at Bleach Report. Portland might be looking to trade out a number three. That's big because they want to build around Damian Lillard, and I can't blame them one bit. Yeah. But does that surprise you at all that they're talking about going so far as maybe moving out of that third pick to build around Damian Lillard? I don't think so. I think if they if they don't, uh, Dame's gonna you know test his uh, loyalty somewhere else. He's definitely been so loyal to that franchise. Uh, Rightfully so, but uh, he, he wants to win. I think he wants to win a championship, and they got to get another, you know, star player in there to, to pair with him so they can, you know, kind of contend in the West, which is still going to be tough. Uh, I think just even one another star player doesn't help them, you know, get to the Eastern or Western Conference Finals. So they got to kind of build around that team and, and make it work uh, for, for Dame so he can stay. See, I can see kind of both sides of this. I can see the get someone in so you can win now, like you're guaranteed to win now if you can make a big trade. Yeah, But I also see, I go back to what I said, Scoot Henderson can change the franchise in a big way. Brandon Miller can change your franchise in a big way. And I don't think that, I don't think either one of them would hinder Dame to say the least. Yeah. I think Dame can play with anybody, no matter the position. Like, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I, just, so, I, I don't think they're, that's, they're, that's going to help them win though uh, right. for the, for the right now, which, you know, Dame only has probably maybe a good four or five years left in them uh, at an all NBA, you know, level. So I think they got to get someone who's already experienced, already, already proven and uh, can help them win. Exactly. You want someone proven. And that's why like, okay, I can see, I see both sides of this. I can understand that. And there was additional reporting on this from John Hollinger at the athletic. And I have the full, I guess the full quote here. Uh, this is from the athletic quote with Portland in win it for Dame mode and the Blazers desperate for playable wings. Speculation is already widespread that a package of the third pick and Anthony Simons might be used to snag an elite small forward. My thought immediately goes to DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Would that even be a starter for the Trailblazers to bring in a guy like DeMar? Um, I think it's all conversation at, at this point. Uh, definitely that, that's probably a good pairing um, with DeMar, how he plays and how Dane plays. Um, even with Zach, I think isn't Zach like from Seattle or some that yeah. area over there. So that could be a, a good one too. Um, with Zach uh, being the play, type of player he is. Um, so I can see both of those things, uh, you know, going up and maybe even like a guy like Jalen Brown, maybe because Boston is probably done. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, maybe they might want to shake things up and, uh, you know, try something new. So uh, I'm sure that we're going to hear a lot more rumors, you know, coming up throughout the summer. Could you imagine Boston moving Jalen Brown right. and, and getting the number three pick? Yeah. You can pair, crazy. You can pair Scoot or because it's going to be either Scoot or Brandon Miller at three with Jason yeah. Tatum. Man, yeah, that's scary. Crazy. A 25 yeah, year old yeah. Jason Tatum with a guy like that, like that. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to think about that, but you just put that thought in my head. No, I'm not going to be able to get that out of there. Just as someone who roots for an Eastern conference team, right. thinking about the Celtics getting that much better for a longer term, man, that's an interesting idea. I didn't think about that one. I've been so locked in on what can the bulls do? I didn't think about what other teams yet just haven't yeah. gotten there. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just honestly just thought about it just because Boston, you know, struggling right now. And like I said, they probably 
might try to shake things up this uh this summer and try something new and uh you know let Tatum just be the guy. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, especially at 25, Tatum can be the guy for a long time. If you can bring yeah. a guy in who can be with him for that long time, yeah, I think you do it. But if you're the Bulls, I think anything goes. I don't yeah, yeah. that doesn't matter. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRoe, I think even Alex Caruso, and I would tell Portland if they want to trade the number three pick. Name your price. I think you right. get Zach Caruso. <laughs> if you do a sign trade with Kobe, if you if you want right. Billy Donovan, you take him. Like I Let's think take everybody take the I, whole I franchise. <laughs> everybody's on the table because if you can go get one of those guys, you can change the com- the complexity of this off season, the next three off seasons because you got your pick situation is still not great. Yeah. But I, I think you just have to do whatever you can. If Portland's making that available, if I'm AK, I'm calling them every day to say, yeah. "Hey, let's make something happen." Yeah, it's a lot of pressure in AK this summer, like I said, to to make something happen, um, to create some kind of magic and buzz back in the city and let's get this team back to, you know, you know, playoff contention and hopefully championship level. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does, how he does it, you know, when he does it and uh, what players he brings back. And this conversation would be different if they were, they snuck in as a 10 seed. And by the way, they were leading Miami with three minutes left. Imagine how different things would be if they'd have held on and, you know, <laughs> scored more than two points in the last four minutes. If you were the seven seed, and you may you like maybe fell out of the playoffs, fell into the play in, and you want to play in game, whatever. Yeah, this is different because you can say, okay, this roster was closed. Maybe add a piece. Right. This roster sucked. I'm just <laughs> I'm just being straight up and down. It was bad. Right. Makeup bad. You had no point guard. You can right. get that. Use that number three pick. And I say again, position doesn't matter. Would Scoot Henderson be ideal? Yeah. If, uh, who I remember who's at two? Is it Houston at two? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Whoever takes Brandon Miller. Like I think I would actually take Brandon Miller over Scoop or over Scoot if I was at two, but like someone like that, if you can go get him and add that need in a big way, yeah. if if it wasn't Victor atop the draft, Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller would be the number one. We'd be having a conversation. Who would you take? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to Charlotte at two. I'm sorry, Houston was at four. Charlotte. Yeah, two. you got to take one of those guys. Like I said, they they can be you know. Not necessarily unicorns like a like a victor, but definitely uh, they can change your franchise and change the trajectory of your franchise. And you can't pass up with those guys. And they're definitely going to keep getting better and better over the course of time. And as long as they have some good vets and some good coaches to teach them the game, and I think they'll be fine. Well, and Charlotte at two, you can pair Scoot with Lamelo Ball, which that yeah. would be lethal. Or right. you can get a swingman type like a Brandon Miller who can fit in right. really well. You've got Lamelo. You if you can tie in someone else in there like that whatever Charlotte can do whatever it wants. It's at three. If Portland moves out, whoever's left available is going to be just fine too. Like this is, it's a good draft. It's, I mean, you've got, again, I mentioned Amen and Amen Thompson, his brother, is it Sar? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I'm uh, not the, Tom, <laughs> the, the Thompson brothers, like you've got, I know Grady Dick's going to be a top 10 pick as well. Like you've got, it's a good draft to be wanting to trade into. Yeah. It's a matter of would Portland be the best fit or maybe Dallas, which has been rumored to maybe be moving out of the number 10 pick. And, right. you know, you wouldn't get one of these generational guys there. But if you can make something happen, you just need a draft pick of some kind. Yeah. yeah. I think you got to be smart and intentional on, on how you move your assets. And like I said, that's what's going to be very, uh, you know, interesting to see how AK, you know, maneuvers this whole situation and tries to get into the draft or tries to do something in free agency and just tries to make this roster better. You got to do something because you get, let me see. You've got no salary cap space. You've got no draft <laughs> picks. You've got expiring contracts. You've got Vooch as a free agent. No, there's not a lot going on this off season at all. You've got, yeah, he yeah. can sit on his hands again if he wants and run right, back right. continuity. <laughs> That's a joke. That is sarcasm. I would never, ever, and I don't want that again. Got to do something. And don't, if you get into the draft, 
don't reach again. I mean, you yeah, reached yeah. with Dale and Terry. You, I, you, Patrick Williams, you could consider a reach at the time. Like, don't reach. If you can get a proven commodity, go get the proven commodity. You're not in yeah. a position to be taking on projects right now. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer for him, especially with him signing that new contract for him. Uh, this is a big summer to see, like, can he really make moves? Can he really improve this team and uh, improve it for the better for the future? And uh, like I said, this is going to be interesting this summer because uh, this is kind of like a make-or-break year for him, even it, though he just, just signed a new contract. I don't know why, but, hey, they did it. So you got to make it You got to make it worth it now. Hey, you made the investment. There's no excuses. We said that last week. There's no excuses yep. now. You, yep. you have that deal. Go do something. Go prove your worth. Like yep. you're a fir- you're still a first time general manager, executive vi- or first time executive vice president of basketball ops. Like yeah, you don't have the track record of say like a Bob Myers type. Yeah. Like you, you have to go out and prove yourself. Yeah, and for sure. this is a big off season, like you said, and I, it's an even bigger off season now for San Antonio. Victor yeah. Wembanyama fell into their laps. I cannot believe San Antonio won the lottery. I got a couple friends at on three that are huge Spurs fans. I'm so happy for them. This just ain't fair. You think <laughs> about the Spurs history: Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Now you got Victor Wembanyama with Pop still there. I think Pop's retirement timeline just got pushed back at least five years. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm so happy for the Spurs, but also that that type of history like that for him to go there. I think it's a perfect landing spot for him if you could yeah. hand pick a team. I think San Antonio is perfect. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that franchise is uh, unbelievable. And then you got Coach Pop, who, like you said, one of the greatest coaches ever. And uh, it's only going to help his IQ, I feel like, his passion for the game and just his knowledge of the game. So, um, like I said, he can score from all different levels. Uh, unicorn, for sure. And there, I know Pop is, you know, excited and going to drink some more wine to, uh, for getting the, the first pick. So, uh, he has a lot of, lot, lot, of, lot of stuff on his hands to, to figure out, but I think it's going to go good for him. Yeah, I first of all, as a big wine guy, I respect the hell out of pop drinking wine. <laughs> I was not a wine drinker until I moved home because of COVID, and my mom's a yeah. teacher. And I, gee, God, I'm, I'm a wine guy now. Like it's not like a connoisseur type of way, right. but I, I'm like, I'm like, pop out like a good glass now and again to like yeah, celebrate yeah. and unwind a little bit. And I, I just think San Antonio. First of all, those teams that tried out this year were bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just they were bad. I mean, they weren't the, they weren't the Pistons, which I feel bad for the Pistons, by the way. Worst record, I can't, and first of all, you hear me say, I feel bad for the Pistons. Worst record in the league, and you finish with the five pick. Like, you don't even have a shot at right. Victor, at Scoot, at Brandon Miller. I think Eamon Thompson even goes at four. Like, man, that's just that's just bad luck. And San Antonio is going to come out of this just fine, I think. Give them, maybe not next year, the year after. I think Victor changes everything about that roster as bad as it was. Oh, yeah, for sure. He brings a different kind of excitement. I think I was reading something yesterday that, uh, the uh, the t- season ticket holders just kind of uh, went up two thousand percent or something like that. So the buzz same is thing happened in, with the Blackhawks. Yeah, the buzz is definitely in the air in uh, San Antonio, and uh, it's right rightfully so. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does. And I know he's going to do well. Yeah, and I just that track record of big guys just bodes so well for him. Yeah, and <clears throat> shout out David Robinson by the way. My brother's in the Navy, like so that's just a, a shout out I have to give whenever I bring that up. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, with with Victor, that's just it's scary. The type of coach he's with. Would it have been nice for the Bulls to somehow win that sweepstakes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, wherever he went, he'd have been fine. And I, I yeah. think that also, yeah, San Antonio's going to take Victor. Now the intrigue is okay. What direction Charlotte going to go? Because right. I mentioned, I alluded to it earlier with what they can do. They can pick whoever they want. They have a point guard now. Lamelo's got to stay healthy. Right. A common theme there. 
But, you know, you, if you can keep LaMelo healthy and he can play at the level he's played at, it doesn't matter. You take Scoot, take Brandon Miller. It's going to be one of those two. Because either, again, yeah. you take Victor out of this, either one of those guys could go number one. Yeah, so yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Good group up top. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think uh, for Charlotte, they got to figure out, you know, if they do take Scoot or are they going to keep Terry Rozier or all that kind of stuff or Brandon Miller and things like that. So, so whatever uh, I think was whatever is best for each each roster is going to, that's the decision they're going to make and not just take the best talent, I feel like. Yeah, and Charlottes in that different position where like you need to fill needs instead of just go after the top talent. Like right. the Bulls are in the position because they have that the roster makeup is so bad. You just go for talent. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. like you don't. I mean, yeah, you got Zach with the max contract. That doesn't matter right now. Like you, you go out there, you find the top talent, and if you wind up having to build around whoever you take, so be it. I think. I right. just think a, a big shakeup is needed. You would have no bigger shakeup. Than me than trying to move up to three and just throwing whatever you can at right. Portland for that pick. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, you gotta gotta make it work. Like I said, uh, AK has his has his uh, work cut out for him, and like I said, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what he does and if he can make some magic. And uh, like I said, just get the buzz back in the air. I think that's what the city of Chicago wants. It's what they need, and uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be good for basketball too. It is, and I man, something's gotta happen. But, you know, I want the Bulls to get back in the playoffs, make this deep run and everything. So we're talking about them instead of how, how cooked the Lakers are and how cooked the Celtics are. <laughs> I cannot believe how these conference finals are going. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we, we talked when they started, like, okay, these are going to be really good series. Like, I mean, like, pretty evenly matched, I feel like, at least on paper. Yeah. And you go out there, the Nuggets are doing whatever they want against the Lakers. The Heat are doing whatever they want against the Celtics. Did you see this coming? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't at all. I thought the Celtics and the Heat would definitely be more competitive, uh, at least a tied-up series or or something like that nature. But uh, like I said, Junior Butler is just taking over this and putting this imprint on this series uh, from top to bottom. And uh, Spolstra, like you said, has always been one of your favorites as a head coach, I know. And he's definitely one of mine. He's, if not the best coach in uh, basketball right now, he's proven it. Uh, his team has proven it. And uh, from top to bottom, their roster isn't as good as the Celtics on paper, but they're showing you that uh, it doesn't really matter. We can take whoever and make them the, the player we want in our franchise. I want to talk about the coaching difference in that series. Cause I mean, I could, again, I've made it known. I think Spo's the best coach in the game. Sorry, Pop. Yeah. Like I think, <laughs> I think Spo has cemented himself with this run. I say again, the bulls were winning with three minutes left in that play in game. This whole entire postseason could be so different if right. the bulls hold on and score points like it's that it was that simple they just had to score so now you have this coaching matchup of eric spolstra and joe mazula now joe mazula people aren't happy with him i'm hearing a lot yeah. of calls to fire him already you know the situation with the Odoka, all that what he got thrown into this year that coaching difference is starting to show with this series especially you saw it a little earlier in the semifinals yeah. and everything this is where you really see it with not really just getting your guys ready to play but getting the most out of them on the court too yeah, for sure. And I think that's where Eric Spolstra is good. He's a great motivator. Um, and I think experience just matters just in playing and in coaching. And uh, Joe Mazzulla hasn't been there a lot, uh, obviously, as assistant, but as a head coach, it's a different pressure. <laughs> so uh, we've seen that when he held some timeouts and uh, probably should use uh, one or two of them. So, but uh, like I said, Eric Spolstra is that just... one. I don't know what he's doing, not taking that timeout a couple weeks ago. Man, that still makes me mad. I'm, even, I'm not even a Celtics fan. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Eric Spolstra just, you know, he's just, he's, he's been groomed by one of the best, Pat Riley. And um, he's he's a great motivator, like I said, and uh, he just gets the best out of his team. Did you see the stat about Pat Riley, by the way, if the Heat no. hang on and win this thing? No. This would be his 19th finals appearance as a player, coach, or executive. 
That's crazy. That's, that's just, almost a quarter of the NBA finals in history have had Pat Riley involved. That's just that's, nuts. That's success right there. <laughs> hey, heat culture. We can make the, all the jokes we want. Like, I mean, I yeah. joke about the word culture all the time. It's legit down yeah, in yeah, Miami. Sure. And they get the type of players who just play hard, play gritty, are tough, and uh, strong-minded in, uh, in crucial points, and um, they just play to win. Now, does it make the Jimmy trade hurt more? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I've talked about it on here. At the time, I defended that trade because you had a front office that that was gonna, it was they were gonna butt heads no matter what. Like, yeah. The, and we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with how if, if things played out the way they still played out with the getting Hoiberg gone, you bring in Jimbo, and then you bring in Billy, then Jimmy Butler would not have gotten along with Jimbo at all. Like that, <laughs> it would have been must see TV watching right. those two go at it. But <laughs> it just that would not have worked with the trajectory the Bulls ended up taking. But man, just. What ifs or what ifs? The trade was now six years ago. A lot has changed since then. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy for Jimmy. Don't get me wrong, but I miss him every day. Yeah, yeah, you definitely miss a player of his caliber. Like he's gonna push everyone uh, from the coaches to the to his teammates. So and that's what you want your superstar player. Um, like I tell people all the time, Jimmy doesn't really have that many like go to moves, but he just plays hard. You know, he uh, goes out there and leaves out on the court, and that, that's all you want. He's uh, definitely a leader, and uh, he's gonna get the best out of his team. I did like the early in the series. Al Horford hit a three and mm-hmm. pointed to Miami and called oh, the yeah. timeout. And yeah, Jimmy hit him yesterday. back with that on Sunday night, like right, yeah. right in Horford's face too. Just right. stared him down. <laughs> that was awesome. Like that. That's why I miss Jimmy so much. The Bulls don't have anyone who will do that. Right. Yeah. Don't have anybody who's going to go get in your face. And you know, Grant Williams pissed off Jimmy. He poked yeah. the bear, and Jimmy went scorched yeah. earth. They don't have anyone that can just take over like that. And I think that's why watching him now makes that trade, even though I defended it at the time, I'm, I'll, I wear it. I own it. I'm glad the column, yeah. I'm glad no one can find the column anymore except me. Cause I don't want to <laughs> find that column and I still have it saved, but no one can find that. I'll, I wear it right. now. I'm sitting here going, okay, they could use someone like a Jimmy Butler type. If only they had that six years ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Bulls definitely need a, uh, aggressor, you know, someone who's gonna, you know, yell at their own teammates, yell at their own coach, and uh, just get the get the best out of them. And I think uh, with Grant Williams, um, he just, you know, uh, like you said, poked the wrong bear. I mean, Jimmy doesn't really talk trash. He, he lets people talk to him, and that's how he well, got hyped up and, uh, to a point. I mean, yeah, to a point, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but he uh, he definitely, you know, gets hyped up when people start talking trash, and that's what that's what uh, great players like him him do. They rise to the occasion. Yeah, Jimmy's not going to be your Pat Bev level. Like he's talking to everybody. Like, and that's why yeah, Pat yeah. Bev was so good for this Bulls team this year for as little as they had him. Like, he's not going to do it all the time. He picks his moments though. And when yeah, he yeah. does, you know, Jimmy's there and you know, he remembers everything. He's got a long memory. Yeah, that's, yeah. What he, that's really what makes him stand out in that regard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That great players always have a photographic memory and do the, do the craziest things when it's, uh, when it's their turn to talk trash. <laughs> absolutely and really quick here this is a weird position here so we're recording this on monday western conference finals game four is monday night we don't this series could be over by the time this podcast drops (laughs) the series could still be going at the time this podcast drops either way the lakers feel absolutely cooked right now and maybe they are cooked by the time this is done but i cannot i mean i I knew denver was going to be able to wear them out yeah. Is the age of the Lakers superstar showing? Because I mean, I've been making the jokes about how they're too old yeah. all off all postseason. Is it starting to show now that LeBron and AD might be getting worn down a little bit? I think more so LeBron uh, than AD. Um, LeBron obviously is uh, a lot older, but um, just 
just a just a load he has to carry and manage throughout the whole game. Uh, and then obviously AD, they just need one more kind of like star player to kind of take the load off of them. Um, they're doing the best they can, which is uh not obviously not enough. But I think Denver has way too much uh firepower for them between Jamal Murray, Jokic, uh, Gordon, uh, KCP. Like they have so many so many players who can get you like you know double digit figures, and the uh, the Lakers don't have that. Worst part is like. I could say you forgot names, but you listed off some big names. Don't forget Bruce Brown. Don't forget yeah, Michael yeah. Porter Jr. You'll yeah, forget yeah. like their supporting cast is unreal. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. They yeah. got the depth. They've got the numbers that if they're no, no one guy is going to beat you. Like Joker can beat you on his own, but if he's having yeah. an off game, like he kind of did the other night, right. Jamal Murray can drop 30 and a half. Like yep. I cannot, I couldn't believe that when it happened, but you know, Denver's really good. And you know, we could be looking, we could be looking at a nuggets heat finals and, Man, it just makes it first of all it makes the Bulls loss in the play and hurt even more. But that's gonna be an interesting series looking at that matchup wise. But coaching, because I think Michael Malone's an underrated coach. Yeah. And personnel wise, like that's gonna be a fun matchup if that's if things stay on the current track, that's what we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Uh, I don't think Jimmy gets his championship that he's trying to get, but I, I said uh, Denver is uh, just too good, too strong, you know, uh, as Stacey King would say. <laughs> too big, uh, too fast, too strong, too good. Or something like that, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, something of that sort, yeah. <laughs> I just remember because he used to say about D-Rose all the time. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the Nuggets are just too good, man. And uh, like I said, I, I love Coach Malone. And uh, one of my former coaches is on the, on his staff. Actually, two of my coaches. So definitely root for them to, to do well and win it all. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be an interesting finals no matter who we get here. And – you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here, but if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I don't know if you've noticed this, CJ, but if you're watching on YouTube, you see me kind of look up in the corner of my computer. I have 25 text messages right now. I'm looking at <laughs> my brother got engaged today. My brother oh, proposed nice. to his girlfriend today. Congrats, and congrats. I've, I've known for a couple hours now. He just sent it in the big family group chat with all my cousins and I, I'm getting text after text up here. That's why I've been smiling like an idiot. Oh God. Right. So congratulations to my brother. My, we call him Bubba. And Kirsten, they are engaged now. I just want to give them that shout out because I'm so I'm just so happy, and that's why I've been smiling like an idiot looking at my screens. All right, yeah. <laughs> getting, well, you know, they're they're well, still coming. I'm up to 28 texts here. <laughs> this is insane. Well, well, that's fine, man. Love is love is the greatest thing ever. So you're you're next then. Oh, we'll see. We'll take my time on that. <laughs> but I just ha I had to give them a shout out today because I'm so happy, and I've, this is the hardest secret I've had to keep. I've known for like two three weeks now that this was coming. Oh yeah. Every time I talk to her, I'm like, I know something you don't know. I can't right, say yeah, anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so now I can finally talk about it. And right. uh, so I'm, I'm just super happy for them. And, you know, it's going to be a fun run in this postseason here, getting back to basketball here, seeing how these finals shake out. Um, we're going to tie a bow on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, by the way. 50% welcome bonus is coming at a good time. If you think either one of these teams can come back and win these series, guess what? You can take a flyer on it if you want. BLEAV is the promo code at Bet Online. Also by our shirt, Jordan Pippen, any at the last dance, shop.believe.com. CJ, another fun show. Hope to meet up with you in person this week. So I'll be out your way in fabulous Las Vegas. Otherwise, we'll see you back here. We're back here on Tuesday next week, and I'm going to be from another location for next week's show. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. There's one friend that you don't tell that to. I think I told you that. There's one friend of mine that you don't tell that to because he'll tell everybody anyway. Right. But it's, this is going to be a fun week. Hopefully we can connect out there and, you know, we'll have another fun show in store next week. Maybe previewing a finals at the rate we're going. Who knows? Yep, yep, yep. For sure. We'll see everybody then. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.